All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in and welcome back to the Meraki Unboxed podcast. I am the newest co-host of the show, Tanner. This is my first episode solo. Thank you for tuning in. Today, we are going to be talking about APIs. And we have two guests here today. I believe it's your first time on the podcast, the both of you. Um, we have Vasundra and Shayna. Say hello, guys. Hey, um, Hi, Tanner. This Hi. is my first podcast. Awesome. Shayna, we'll go ahead and start with you. Go ahead and give us some information about yourself. How long have you been at Cisco and with Meraki? Yeah, so I'm going on eight years at Cisco Meraki, and I've spent the last three years at Meraki. Um, currently, I'm working as a business development manager, and I support Meraki Marketplace and ecosystem, which we'll be learning a little bit more about today. Fantastic. Can't wait to hear more about it. And then Vasundra, I know that we have talked before. You came and gave a lovely presentation in my team's meeting. So it's awesome to hear from you again. Thank you, Danner. Yeah, I'm here just like I'm going to complete one year in May. So I'm pretty new, but very thankful to get this opportunity. I'm a product manager for developer and ecosystem and you'll get to learn more about it. And I'm not like Shayna where I have like years of experience in Cisco and Meraki. Well, I, well can tell you, <laughs> I can tell you for sure that you're very knowledgeable on the topic and I can't wait for our listeners to hear your answers to our questions. So, speaking of which, first off, Vasundra, I want to start with you. Why APIs? Yeah, I, I love this question and I always want to understand like why APIs and I want to give everybody like why APIs? Why do you care about APIs and why do you want to implement APIs? There are many reasons why you would want to use APIs. And right now I'm going to focus on three main reasons. The first is the automation. So by leveraging APIs, businesses can automate processes and workflows which can save time and reduce errors. Let's take a very simple example, which is of Google Maps. APIs provided by Google Maps allow developers to integrate mapping and location-related functionality into their own application. For example, to display maps or to calculate driving directions. So a customer, like if they don't have Google Maps integrated in the application that they're using, they need to jump from one application to another application to get the direction. Maybe they need to copy the address and this increases the time and human errors. And that's why through API, you can automate all of these for the customers, which in turn can, your, can save your time for the customers and reduces human errors and making it easy for the customers to focus on what is important. The second one that I love really is the data. There are many data which are available through in businesses, in companies, and you want to make sure you can make use of that data. Let's talk about Meraki a little bit. So Meraki have basically two themes 
for the APIs. They have configuration APIs and monitoring APIs. And comparing between both of them, which is configuration API and monitoring, monitoring are used every day. So when you're using data, this helps in planning for the future. For example, you can look at your historical metrics, which in turn lets you plan ahead for the future, which is reducing risk. You can save resources, like if you are consuming less people, if you need to increase more people in your company, you can do that. And also you save money, a lot of money, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why I feel you need all these data to make sure you are making data-driven business decisions. And the last one that I have is the growth of the company. Uh, a lot of data is available, like I said, in the world, and we need to make sense of it and how. So companies need to be flexible and then they need to allow. Definitely. Yeah, they need to allow other companies to make sure they can use their data. For example, Meraki, we provide our APIs to other third party applications so that they can come and develop their application. We do have Meraki dashboard, which customers mm -hmm. use, but there are use cases, edge cases, which we cannot solve. So we ask other companies come use our APIs, develop your own application in our ecosystem marketplace. And there are, lastly, there are many big players who are offering their APIs as a product. And to name there is like Google, AWS, Stripe, Twilio, and there are many more, but these are like big players who are giving APIs as a product. So with that, like I, these are the main reasons I would say like why APIs and it's really powerful for your business. There is definitely, definitely a call for a lot of APIs. Now, APIs definitely for sure for me are one of those things that um, I unfortunately have not been able to utilize yet. However, it's not that I haven't had opportunities working in support. There's a lot of situations where people will come to me and ask me how to do something and I'll have to tell them you have to go through and do this one by one. And then I'll also say, or you can use the API. Yeah. Now that gets a lot of people to start checking that out because with just a little bit of learning and taking the time to learn how to utilize them, you can save yourself infinite amounts of time in the future for sure. And you can also create some pretty cool tools like you just said. <laughs> yes, totally, so, totally agree with that. And so Vasudra, you mentioned that there were a couple types of APIs that we can utilize here at Meraki. Can you tell me a little bit more about those? What types of APIs? Yeah, there are actually five main types. And before I dive into the five main types of API, I also want to talk about like how we have the Meraki dashboard, which is driven by cloud and it is supporting so many customers. But there are customers who want to do both. They want to use the Meraki dashboard and they want to also utilize API, like what you said, that you can, you don't have to go step one, step two, step three, but you can do all of those in one step, which is bulk configuration or maybe bulk monitoring. And that is how the 
these five types of APIs are supporting. So let's dive into the first one. So we have the dashboard API, which we, we are calling dashboard API because it's related to Meraki dashboard. And then that's why dashboard API. So it, it is an interface for software to interact directly with the Meraki cloud platform and Meraki managed devices. And it is a RESTful API to programmatically manage and monitor Meraki networks at scale. And there are so many things that you can do with dashboard APIs. For example, you can get more advanced reporting in Meraki. So one of the things that I have seen customer doing is the advanced reporting and getting really creative using dashboard APIs. And we do have the Meraki dashboard that businesses can, however, use this, like they want to use their, they want to use their own APIs and develop their own use case that I've seen like two, three customers mm -hmm. who has done, like they have shown role-based access. They have done their own kind of role-based access because we don't have that much flexibility right now, but we are planning for that. And APIs give them the ability and flexibility to tailor it according to their use cases. And that's why like, you know, the dashboard API is really useful and really powerful. Another one, like I said already, is the bulk configuration. It saves a lot of time and resources because a very big company, maybe they're deploying 2000 devices. They don't want to go one by one deploying those devices, right? Mm -hmm. They can just do the bulk configuration and then they can save a lot of time and resources, right? Uh, so I, I love the dashboard API. The second we have is the scanning API. And this is like thanks to widely available smart devices equipped with Wi-Fi and BLE, right? The Bluetooth low energy. Mm -hmm. um, so Cisco Meraki's wireless access points, it can detect and provide location analytics to report on user foot traffic behavior, right? It is very powerful because like this can be especially useful in multi-site retail or enterprise deployments where admins or departments beyond IT, they want to, wish to learn more about trends and user engagement and they can do that with the scanning api the third that we have is the capture portal api and i know a lot of you might have already used it it's a splash page or we call it capture portal this is also known as guest wi-fi for example the open mm -hmm. wi-fi networks that are available in retail shop or like when you visit to a store, like a Nike store, you see a Nike Wi-Fi available, which is an example of captive portal uh, API. It's an easy way to sign into your network. They also help with marketing by providing you information about your new products or services. And you can also display advertisements like prom promotional content to your customer and before you grant them internet access. So I feel the captive portal is really useful. Mm -hmm. And a lot of you might have also used in uh, airport or maybe in a coffee shop, right? Like when you go in, when your internet is not working at home, you go to the Starbucks <laughs> and you're like, okay, I want to work from here and how I connect uh, securely. So you can just connect to the Starbucks internet securely right you don't have to worry about like the open wi-fi so it also helps you in that and i have done that before like 
recently mm-hmm. i moved from dallas to california and there was this very windy day and then there was no power for like one hour two hour and after that i thought it's not going to come back let me go to the starbucks and connect to the internet and i was able to do it why because of the captive portal api exactly and it definitely it definitely does give me a sense of pride knowing that when i go to a place with a public wi-fi and there's a captive portal there is a chance it's run by meraki gear and Every time I connect, I always look up, try and find our APs. And whenever I do, <laughs> it makes me very happy. So um, yeah. every time I walk into a public place, if there's uh, free Wi-Fi, I check the ceiling for our APs every time. Yeah, if there's a... it's always a pride and proud feeling for us that, you know, yeah, there's Meraki and then people are using it, like companies are using it. Uh, with that, let's let's go to the fourth one, which is the webhook alerts, and it is famous right now. So instead of calling the Meraki API to look for any critical network changes, why not Meraki send alerts using webhooks? So just a one-liner, what is webhooks, right? In Meraki simple terms, it is an event-driven callback. So, you know, uh, I'll, I'll take a very simple example, which is which is what we do in our daily lives. Like, you know, when you uh, phone call a friend and they are too lazy to pick up your call and you leave them a voice message saying, call me back on my number when you get this message. The webhook is similar to that. Like, you know, when something happens, just call me back. I don't want to call you, but like, this is my location. Call me back here whenever like event changes and that's webhook alerts and the last one uh is the mv sense or also known as the meraki smart cameras what if if you could use the mv camera for more than just security right like with apis the camera becomes a sensor and not just a tool for security and with that, like these are the five major API uh, that exist in Miraki. These are these are like types of API. There is definitely a lot of information that you can get from our APIs. And I'm I don't know what the background of our listeners is, but I'm gonna guess that some of them didn't know that we had a lot of this available. So Vasundra, thank you for running through all of the types. Mm-hmm. Now I want to get Shayna involved here. Shayna, do you know of any real life examples of how some of these APIs are used? Yeah, so the way that you know our ecosystem team works with APIs is we loop in software developers um, and they are able to leverage the data from the APIs to create applications and we market these on the marketplace which i'll talk about in a little bit Um, but splash access is just one of our ecosystem partners Um, we talked a little bit about the captive portal api and they leverage that to build splash pages Uh, makes sense with the name splash access but to Mm -hmm. your point when you walk into a store and you're able to log in like say it's hannaford's for example uh, and you're able to leverage that Wi-Fi. It's got the Hannaford logo. You log in, and then it takes you maybe to that week's shopping ads, things like that. That's where Splash can come in um, and really make the network 
that much more powerful. Awesome. And then Vasudra, back to you. I bet you already had a pretty good, pretty good example. What do you think is, could you give us a real example of how those APIs are used? All of those five that you ran through? Yeah, um, I can give you an example of the webhook alerts. Um, this like, so there are companies who want to make sure, like I said, they want to get alerts in their own system. Like they might be using WebEx, Slack, or any other application, uh, maybe a ServiceNow application, uh, Jira for that matter. So what you can do is you can automate your workflows based on network events. For example, the switch port is disconnected and you want to make sure whenever it, the switch port is disconnected, it will send a message to WebEx teams. And you can do that with the webhooks. You can put all your details, the URL that you want for the WebEx, and then it will send you the message every time there's a switch port is disconnected. And I feel this is really powerful because you don't have to go to the Meraki dashboard or maybe do a call to the API, think, um, understanding what is going with my switchboard, right? You don't have to do the call. You will get that alert. And then after that, you can take action on that. Like, you know, if you want to make sure, like check something, do more of a troubleshooting. So you can do that. So I, I love this webhook alerts. Another one that I love is the location scanning API. The location scanning API actually uses a client triangulation method like via Wi-Fi and Bluetooth, meaning it gives you the location based on the triangulation method. Like it will find you uh, the correct location using three location of the devices. So it helps you in wayfinding uh, like in some big uh, retail location or like big area, you would want to make sure that you don't get lost and then you want to uh, go in the direction of like where you want to go. Maybe you're, like you're getting to search something or maybe you're getting to pick up something, uh, especially in the industrial area. So you can use the wayfinding app and there's asset tracking, which is in the same line. Uh, like you, if you want to make sure uh, you have some assets which are tagged and you want to make sure that you are tracking it properly, you can do that with the location scanning API by understanding like which path to follow. And this is very helpful. Also in hybrid workplace, like people are, people have not gone to their offices for like two years, right? And now they're a going A good amount back. of time, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, they're, now they're going back and they don't know where all the uh, good things exist. <laughs> so they can do that, they can do the wayfinding in the hybrid workplace too. So uh, that that's why like, you know, there are so many examples which exist, but these two I, I like the most. There's so many, how could you run through them all, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just to change gears just a little bit here, um, Shayna, you mentioned the Meraki Marketplace. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? What is that? Yeah, essentially the Meraki Marketplace, it's an 
exclusive catalog of all of our ecosystem partners. And it's showcasing the applications that are developed on top of the Meraki platform. And the audience for this is our uh, Meraki customers, as well as our sales reps and partners um, to view these applications and demo as well. Um, and you can view and visit that, the marketplace at apps.meraki.io. And that's where you can learn more, request demos, um, but essentially, our, our ecosystem consists of a network of partners who use Cisco Meraki and the APIs to build these innovative solutions and services for our customers. Fantastic. And so, say that someone wanted to go and learn some more about the Meraki marketplace and the various applications of it. Where could they go to learn more about that? Yeah, so again, We'd want, we direct you to apps.meraki.io. That is our landing page for the marketplace. And then right now you can view all applications um, or you can sort by, sort by certain categories. Uh, we have categories around analytics, automation, hybrid work, which was mentioned, um, marketing, safe environments. So if you wanted to um, check out an application that maybe fit uh, the smart spaces category, you could take a look there and then look at even some more subcategories like loss prevention um, or asset tracking, which was also mentioned as well. And then you can see all of the various ecosystem partner applications that solve for that particular use case. And you can click into the individual applications to learn a little bit more about the integration with Meraki, um, learn more about the particular features and benefits. And then I think the best part is you can also request a demo and that goes directly to our ecosystem partners and then they'll get in touch with you and be able to provide more information and also give you a custom kind of tailored demonstration and really talk about how their application can solve your unique, our customers' unique uh, business needs and challenges. That's fantastic. So developers can request to host and feature their own applications on that marketplace? Yes, that is um, essentially a, a huge part of my, my role actually is working with developers uh, to bring them over to become an ecosystem partner. And one of the things that we work with our developers on um, is the API integrations and making sure that they have all of the information that they need and they're leveraging um, one of our APIs to ingest the data and build the application that we're able to ultimately, you know, showcase via the marketplace. What is the reason a developer would want to go to the Meraki marketplace? Like, why would they want to be featured? Like, what's the benefit for that? It's fantastic, but I'm sure that a few people would like to know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there are um, a lot of different benefits. Um, it, it's zero cost. So it's advertising for these developers on the marketplace at zero cost. 
There's the automated lead generation that I, I talked about as well, built into the marketplace and sends developers um, leads and prospects from, from interested customers. And we also do a lot of announcements internally with our worldwide sales teams. Um, so there's definitely a lot of opportunity for increased visibility with customers, with our sales teams. And then it also really helps these developers gain access to our resources and our amazing API product management team like Masundra here to really help them leverage the API um, to the best of their ability to make sure they're using all of the features, maybe using one or more of the APIs um, to build out their solutions. So there's, there's a lot of different um, benefits. And if a developer was interested uh, from the Meraki from the Meraki marketplace, there's a join um, join the marketplace tab, and you can awesome. submit an application there, and that comes to our team to follow up with you and and see where you're at in your onboarding journey. Fantastic! And for those listeners that are interested, we will be providing the links uh, that Shana has mentioned in the description in the comments. We'll get them to you. Don't you worry. So. Thank you, Tanner. Shana, do you have, is there any application that's currently on the Meraki marketplace that you can think of off the top of your head that you could tell us about? Yeah, well, it's hard. There's so many um, amazing developers that, that we work with and so many that have solved use cases um, and business challenges for our customers. Um, one that I'll call out uh, today is um, Every Angle. They have an application, uh, it's called Next Gen Footfall, uh, knowing your customer like never before. And, and we talked about this just a little bit when we were going through the APIs, but um, this would allow a customer, maybe a retailer, to um, get to know their customers a little bit better, um, get to know kind of how they behave, what they buy, who's coming into the store, uh, if they go to a particular end cap, say a promotional end cap um, or not. And then if not, <laughs> maybe that promotion isn't as effective as, as you might have thought. Uh, but it really is, allows the marketing team to expand on, on, on their promotions. That is so cool. There's a lot of very specific data that you could get from that. And that is really cool. That just rolls in marketing and lots of data <laughs> brings a lot of benefit to the business. That's that's so cool. And so, Shana, you said that there were there were a lot of applications hosted on the marketplace. Do you know how many? Yes, right now we have over 270 applications and we're adding more um, every quarter, either through you know, new ecosystem partners that are joining um, or our existing ecosystem partners that are, again, leveraging more features from the API or integrating with more of Meraki's portfolio um, to offer additional uh, business case specific uh, applications. And it's worldwide too. We we support um, all regions, all industries. So there's 
you know, use cases that maybe are more specific um, to challenges in EMEA versus in the states. So we, we try to make sure that we're capturing that as well. Fantastic. And so this must be the market must be pretty popular. How many how many views does it receive each month? Do you know that number? I do actually. Yeah, we we are also very proud. Um, we think it's a, a very popular marketplace as well. Um, right now, our monthly monthly trends are around um, sixty to seventy five thousand uh, views per month. Wow. Um, and then some of our yeah yeah we're really proud of that number. Um, and some of our top ecosystem partners are receiving over like a thousand of those views on a single application. So again, benefits for developers is definitely a lot of awareness and visibility to the solution. That, that's huge a huge benefits. number. Yeah. It's shocking well, to me sometimes too. <laughs> hopefully this can help bring in a couple more. Yeah, I hope right? so. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a little bit of extra time here. So, Vasundra, I want to bring it back to you. Mm -hmm. How many API calls are requested monthly? I know that we do have a way to keep track of that, right? Yeah, we do. Um, and I would want you to guess it. <laughs> do Do oh. you know? Can you guess it? I am going to guess a million. <laughs> yes, you you are close. Um, we have like six point five billion calls per month on an average. Did you say million or billion? It's billions. Whoo! <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Like we process so many calls every day, every month. Like in January, it reached around eight billion. But on an average, a monthly it is six point five. And it's that, huge, like so many customers, like they are just calling APIs to monitor. So it's huge. That's and that's just monitoring. That's not even making making use of all of the other tools. Yeah, th these like mostly at 70 to 80 percent is monitoring. And I also want to add like 6.5 billion. It's it's more of the successful API calls not including the errors like 400s or any 500s that you get it's mostly the 200s the successful calls and now so with 6.5 billion calls my understanding though is that there is an api budget though that is limiting the calls correct correct what is that budget right now yeah, we do have API budget. So two years back, the API budget was five calls per second. Now we have increased the budget, which is like 10 calls per second. So which is huge. If you count it per day, you're yeah. getting around 8 million or 865,000, something like that number. So it's, it's, a lot of calls that you support and nobody supports that rate limit right now. We That's fantastic. 
just yeah. that that increase from you said from five to ten yes yes and on top of that we are also working on web books right like you uh mm -hmm. i did give example of webhook alerts if you don't want to use that 10 calls per second if you're all reaching your budget limit you can use webhooks you can use webhooks to make sure that you're not calling every minute but you will get some events notified like in two minutes or five minutes so you are saving a lot of time if you don't want to use your budget Fantastic. Yeah, I bet that um, when they increased that, I bet a lot of people were happy as those people that use the API pretty frequently. And hopefully that allows a few more people to to come in and start using the APIs. But so we are actually getting close to time here. And so. Just want to recap what we're going, what we were talking about today. You know, APIs are a very, very useful tool. Now, just after talking with you guys today, I am definitely going to try and find a way to work it into my daily life. Just save myself a bunch of time, and I'm hoping that everyone else can too. And definitely going to be telling a bunch of my support friends about the marketplace so that they can continue sending or telling all of our customers about that. They can make use of those applications hosted on there. And hopefully that makes theirs and a lot of our customers' lives easier. So just for a few hours of learning, you can save yourself infinite amounts of time and collect a lot of useful data for the growth of your business. So, and ask for you, the listeners, Tell us in the comments how APIs have helped you and how do you think they're going to help you? Better yet, try and think of a task and try to complete it using the API. And tell us how it goes. We would definitely love to hear that. So, one more shameless self-promotion before we go. <laughs> Definitely leave us a like, depending on the platform that you're on. Leave a comment, share it with your friends. Mom, dad, if you're listening, I will show you how to do that another time. And once again, thank you to Vasundra. Thank you to Shayna. Absolutely a pleasure to have you. And thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your day.